listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulikit Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DNM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hello. Hi, Lozzie. I saw Barbie. I'm so excited. I saw it. I didn't know you were going to see it. I just, I'm just so excited to talk to you about it finally because I've been like holding back wanting to <laughs> tell you more about it because I'm like, in case you want to go see it. So tell me what you thought. I loved it. And yeah. I, I want to, everyone, I've come on here and said I thought it was going to be boring. Yes. Wasn't boring. I think I loved it because I had such low expectations yeah. that yeah. it exceeded all of them. That's good. I liked the part how they were in the real world because mm-hmm. I don't like watching movies that are all cartoon. I know they're not cartoons, but like just the fake animation. Yeah, there the wasn't sets. really any animation. Just the sets. I don't like watching with all fake sets. Yeah, so Barbie world. Barbie world. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I liked that they went in the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved, who was the actress of the mum that worked at Barbie? Gloria. So she's, I think she, her name's America something. And she know. was from... Her name Betty. Her name, I watched yes, her in Ugly yes. Betty. Her name's America Ferrera or something Should like that. But in it? the in the movie, it was Gloria. Uh, yeah, America Ferrera. Mm. She was amazing. How was the scene? Oh, in Barbie World, so good. I loved Everyone that. Would know it was fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. I also found the humor around the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, was so clever, hilarious. Yes, yeah. and they pushed it just enough. Yeah, yeah, and the just I Our just Ken thought it kind was of took so it, yeah. funny. It was hilarious, really good. And I also loved a, a lovely surprise was Rhea Perlman, mm. the mum from Matilda. Yes, yeah, playing Ruth. <laughs> I. I was like, I was just nostalgic, yeah. all the characters, and it was so well done. I'm not, I mean, I'm I, I'm just so happy that young, like so many people have watched that movie yeah. because it had great themes through it. And it was good. I was surprised. I'm so glad. How much I loved it. Anyway. Anyway. I watched Barbie. I did, and I go, I crawl back and take back what I said. <laughs> That's okay. I'm glad you liked it. Um, before we get into today's episode, we do have a kick update, which we are yes. so excited to talk to you guys about. Can I ask you a question? Have what? we ever not been excited to talk to about a kick update? <laughs> no, it's kind of impossible. <laughs> no, but this one is, we need to lay them because sometimes yeah. they're exciting. There's exciting, <laughs> there's very exciting, and then there's... We need to have big words. What's the biggest one? <laughs> a new content offering, yes. which is... Wonderful. Based off your feedback, you should be happy about it. Um, So we got a lot of feedback from you guys after our Halfway Hustle uh, challenge, which was our mid-year challenge this year. And a lot of you were really enjoying the Pilates program. And I do want to caveat to say that some of the feedback wasn't all super positive, as in like we got some constructive feedback, which we have taken on for this program that we're about to talk to you about and it is our very first Pilates program and it's called Bar Burn. It is with the amazing Kika and if you've never trained with Kika before you, wow, you just prepare for the burn because (laughs) (laughs) their their moves like nothing else. you know what's funny? Yesterday we filmed, Mm. we were filming some content for it Mm. and we filmed I reckon half a workout. Are you sore? Yeah, I'm embarrassed. I literally was walking out of my car this morning and I was like, why am I in a thighs? 
so sore. I was like, what did I do? I couldn't even, because I was like, I ran yesterday. And then I was like, oh my God, we filmed half of Pilates workout. I'm like, I'm truly sore. But that's the thing though, is like her little movements, (laughs) they really burn. Anyway, it's a six week Pilates program and it is for everybody. And if you do know Kika's workouts, it's packed full of all of her fiery exercises, you know, and love. Um, And these are program workouts. So they're much like if you did experience um, her program in Halfway Hustle, it's very similar to that. And you can also choose, much like our gym program, if you guys have checked that out as well, you can choose to work out one to five days a week. So your program can pop up one, two, three, four, or five days a week in your planner. It's totally up to you. Thank you for counting five for us. I, we, yes. We have, I was I'm used sure to Harvey. <laughs> the other thing I want to do, shout out, is with our programs, you can follow multiple programs at once. So if you have started Lyft, say, and you're maybe in the maybe Lyft one the to gym three, program. the gym program, or even our run program, this is a really great way that complements both of those programs. You could choose, you know, one to three days a week of Pilates that also pop up in your planner, along with your other programs. Um, and that's the beauty of Kick is that it's an all-inclusive subscription. So if you subscribe to Kick, you'll have access to everything. Yeah, correct. But don't do too many programs. I think two at once. No, yeah, no. You're talking yes. about it like we don't. We don't. We know. do. We encourage rest. Don't do ten. No, don't do don't. ten. Just about two. We two is a nice space them out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> don't do. <laughs> we got a rest, you know. A girl has got a rest. And now let's get into today's episode. Actually, girls, before you do, I just wanted to chime in and say, um, if you'd like, I've googled excited synonyms. Oh my god, amazing. <laughs> We can, we can start saying thrilled, <laughs> exhilarated. So instead of when, we're not we're, when saying, we have a kick update, Stephanie, you're going to have to hi, use. I'm exhilarated today. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to use a different one every episode. I'm, I'm delighted. Mandy, delighted. Sorry. I would actually I love, love to that. know. Delighted. I never in my life, I really try and expand my vocabulary. Like yeah. I really, it's something that Michelle and Zara from Shameless, they've got, they have great vocabularies and I often think, I wish mine was that good. You, you know, their background is being writers and journalists. I would expect well, them they to have exceed, a good vocabulary. Yes, better than us, but yes. I do, they do exceed expectations <laughs> anyway. But what I was going to say about it is at what point has anyone ever used a thesaurus? Like if I'm writing something and I'm like, I want to replace the word, probably exciting or like amazing or whatever. Yeah. And actually then go on onto the thesaurus and it's given you a, a word, word that works. I know. I have. I feel like I Are have. You jo- I, uh, yeah. I honestly spend, I don't spend a lot of time on thesaurus.com, <laughs> but when I do, I am disappointed. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to pull it. Like, no, like sometimes, you, sometimes you have to reword the sentence yeah. to make that word fit better. Like, yeah. But sorry. I feel like that's possible. I am exhilarated no, to no, be no. here. To, no. No, that okay. not natural. All right. F- forget exhilarated, <laughs> but let's go with delighted. We're so delighted to, ex- nah, you want to <laughs> Give us another one. Give us another one. Moved. That's not a good one. Enlivened. Nah, okay. Forget it. Just go with excited. (laughs) If anyone knows a hack for actually getting a thesaurus to work for you and making your vocab better. Um, Everyone's just going to say use chat GP. T. Like I'm missing a letter. Yeah. I don't use it, <laughs> but I just you maybe I need to get onto that because the Zorus.com is not <laughs> giving for me. Lawsy, yes. A while ago on the podcast, I I told everyone about one of the most mortifying moments of my life. You spilled the tea. I did, uh, and that was when I sent nudes to my mum and dad. And then you sent it to me yeah. to tell me that you'd sent it to your mum and dad. I, I was like, you, ah! 
I needed you to have the visual of like what, how far this You know what, was. when you did that, that's when I knew you truly loved me. Because I was like, if you can send this me this, you must love me. Can I ask, what was the nude? It Produce was Oscar here, by the way. just full, full nude. Like I wasn't, in the I wasn't mirror? like you weren't posing. I, wasn't, I no. wasn't in like a wild position. I will say that. I thought you were just standing, weren't you? I was standing. Is yeah, it like I'm a saying. standing like in the mirror, in the mirror. Hold, holding yeah. your phone? Yeah. Fully naked. Fully naked. Okay. My dad didn't see it, but my mum wrote back. <laughs> How do you know your dad didn't well, see it? Well, sorry. Sorry. He did. My dad probably saw it. He didn't say anything. Of course. My mum wrote back, I don't think we were meant to see that or something like that. Or <laughs> I don't like, think no, that was meant for I us. I don't think that was meant for us. Or I think she even said, we didn't need to see that. Yeah. And that's I was what like, she said. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was pretty mortifying. Um, and it just made me think. You know what you should have written back? What? You created me. <laughs> yeah. I'm a queen. It's natural. I'm a queen. I'm just showing you my <laughs> queendom. Just showing you what I've grown into. Um, so it made me think, like, I feel like you can have some pretty embarrassing moments. Like, you've also spoken about falling off a treadmill. Embarrassing, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like when they're truly mortifying is when parents are involved. When parents and sex are involved. <laughs> Not that's that, true. Or like something sexual. That's true. Sexual that's the worst. That's probably the most combination. <laughs> Horrible. Have you ever been caught having sex? No. Nah. Yeah, me neither. I am so careful. Well, I mean, now I don't live with my parents, so it would be tough. <laughs> I'm so careful. And I'm not like, is it everybody loves Raymond where the parents have a key? Oh, yep. my mum has a key, but she would knock. So anyway, I have to tell this story of one of my girlfriends because it is just, I still laugh so hard. I'm horrified. When you, when you, oh, I have already told go. you the story. Okay, go. <laughs> go. I want to hear it again. Out the gate. Okay. So we would have been about 16, 17 years old, mm-hmm. still in high school. So that's year 10, 11. 10, 11. Yeah. 10, 11. Maybe 11. I think it would have been 11. And we were at my ex-boyfriend's house for a house party. And it was a big house party. So, like, not just kids were there, adults were there. It was kind of like a, it was a big birthday. Well, you could have a big house party with a lot of kids. Yeah, but the point is, my dad was there. Okay. So, I just, I feel like I had to preface that because my dad did not chaperone me to the house parties that I went (laughs) to as a kid. I would have had my mom at the (laughs) party. She's, like, walking through, like, is there any alcohol? (laughs) And you're, are you going out with the ex-boyfriend at the time? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just yep. just wanted to make sure. Yeah. So a few of my friends were there. Mm-hmm. One being this friend that I'm talking about. And she came up to me in the party absolutely mortified because my dad had walked around the backyard and found her on her knees. <laughs> was it gobbies? <laughs> it was gobbies. <laughs> With someone. Sorry, that word is so crap. Like, what? what is that word? Sorry. This reminds me of when you say, you call it head job. And I'm like, isn't it just head? I do. I say a head, job, head job. A head job. So she was giving him it's a job. A okay? head job. It is a job. No, it's not a job. It's not. It is a job, but it's like it, it's hard. What would she say, Laura? It's adulthood. A head job. It, like, yeah. She goes. She goes. Oh, would you like a head job tonight? Is that how you say? I would it? never. <laughs> I don't want my jaw to be jammed. <laughs> Who's offering it? Who is offering it? What? So it's only when he asks. Yeah. <laughs> and then out of the, one out of a hundred times. It's accepted. So anyway, so she notices that my dad sees her on her knees giving this guy a head job. And this guy was not, like, she didn't have a boyfriend. Like, it wasn't, you know. So anyway, and so maybe we were younger, actually. Yeah, we must have been maybe 16. 
And she was just obviously mortified. I never spoke to my dad about it. He never brought it up, but it was just this like unsaid thing that my dad. And it was in the back of the garden. Isn't it like when you think back to that? Like, and it was probably in the middle of winter and it was freezing and it was like, let's go and do that in the dark behind the tree. But I just couldn't imagine. Like, oh, it's like your parents is bad, but also you're like your close friends' parents. Yuck. Yeah. Okay. And then I was talking to one of my other close friends and I told her about this segment and she was like, wow, there could be so many stories told about you. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Thanks. And she was the one that was like, what about the time that you sent nudes to your parents? I was like, yeah, I've already told it. <laughs> so then she sent in a voice note and I'm not really sure what story it is, but I'll play it now. You would have all your little sexy outfits that you would wear with your boyfriend at the time, your nurse outfits, and then you would hide them and your mum would clean your room for you and she would find them and then hang them up all nicely for you and just never mention it. When I walk into like bras and things or whatever, and I see the section that was my favorite you, section. You bought from there, yeah. And no shame. That's yeah. you. You were at. I think at one what of age? my first bras was a Playboy bra. Yeah, that's fine. But no. Okay, so what did you have? What categories? No, I had. I had nurse. Um, I did had you role this, play like, at seventeen? <laughs> did you put a voice on? Obviously, oh, I must you? have. Anyway, that um, I actually had put that to the back of my mind, um, but I do I do now remember that. I yep. can imagine your mum just like I can imagine her when putting it away. I can imagine Wendy. I can imagine she would have like the thoughts that would have gone through her mind, but then just still being like the kind-hearted lady and hanging up for it just you. Doesn't say anything in the. T- <laughs> what were the other costumes? It's got to be something. There was like, I had this one for like Valentine's Day that was like red. <laughs> like a care bear? No, like no, yeah, okay. red and like a heart on it. Um, and then there was just like a lot of like lingerie. I can imagine you being like to your boyfriend at the time. Mm. Happy Valentine's Day. That's exactly the what I did. is me. Probably. In that voice. <laughs> no, your, not in that voice. My part out. Where did you get that? Where did you shop for this? Brass and Things. The, <laughs> it's the naughty corner of Brass and Things. So literally, everyone knows it. Everyone knows, I think a lot of, maybe our group, our yeah. age group of girls will know that corner of Brass and Things that I'm talking about. Do you dress up now? It's okay if you do, obviously. No, Josh is literally, this is what upsets him the most, is he's like, when we first started dating, I did. And he was like, you've got so much of that lingerie. Why do you never put it on? I'm like, <laughs> so uncomfortable. Why, why would, yeah. Plus, like, we don't, I don't sleep in pajamas. So I'm like, you, do I need to put something on for you to then, anyway. But, but do you miss, do you miss <laughs> the characters that you were playing at the time? <laughs> you were channeling your inner actress. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm in the mood to do it and I'll still do it, but it's very rarely. Who do you bring back? Not really like a ca- I don't go character wise. I'll I'll just put on some nice laundry and like pump up my but confidence. What character do you miss? Um, I used to put on an English accent. <laughs> oh, you've got to do this. <laughs> Give us an example. No, I can't. You are obsessed with <laughs> Just, do you want some tea? Just, do you want some of me? I actually can't. I can't do it when I'm not in that frame of mind. You please, no. like three words, and then then we can move on. Come and get me. Oh. I'll come and get you. you. Sound like a mighty Granger. <laughs> I would do yours. No, I don't want to do it. 
I can't do it. I can't you can. Do it no, I can't. I can't do it. I have a story which okay. might make you feel better about it and okay. then after that you can, you know, if it makes you feel comfortable. Okay. Because this is so embarrassing but actually life-changing for me personally. Life-changing. Yeah, yeah. So this is when I was 21. Yeah. I'm like still, I'm not out mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am going to a work Christmas party. Mm-hmm. I'm working at a call centre. Mm-hmm. And my best friend at the time, who was also working at the call centre, I drive to pick him up, and um, he gets in the car, and I'm like, "Oh, what, do you have the invite to what the address is to where we're going?" And he's like, "Oh no, I don't. It's like inside." And I was like, "Well, can you go and get it?" And he was like, "Can't you just like call your mum and just..." And so anyway, he's making me call my mum on my mobile. Called mum. Mum's there. She's going, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey, there's an invite on by the side of my bed, and can you just read me the address?" And she's like, yeah, no worries. And so, um, speaker, and she's like, all she, all she says is, all I can see is rude things. I said, what? And she's like, all I can see is rude things. And I went, what? I said, all I can, she says the third time, all I can see is rude things. Well, did I realize what she was talking about? This is pre mobile phone, proper social media, I've printed out on the home computer (laughs) some screenshots from websites that I'd gone to so that I didn't have to keep deleting the history. And then I was silent and I'm looking up at my friend who knew and I was like, oh, and then she goes, oh, I found it. And I was like, okay, thank God. So she told the address, whatever. I probably avoided the house for a couple of days, but then when I came back, I told them and they were fine. It was just, it's all, you know, it's about yourself. Well, in my lucky, very fortunate situation. But yeah, there was like photos of men and they were very erect and, you know, (laughs) that was so embarrassing. And how old were you? 21. Yeah, that's, that is. But that's the story of then you coming out to your parents. Yeah. Life changing. Wow. And they were very fine about it. It was all to do with me. Anyway, there you go. It's a so. mortifying moment turned into a beautiful moment, Oscar. Yeah. Now, give us that English accent. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I literally can't even, I, I can't even think of what I say. That's how, like, long it's been since I've done it. Sorry. You said gosh. that you occasionally bring it out. So. No, not the English accent, just the laundry. I'm coming to get you. I don't say that. I've never said that. Do you say that? Do you say that to Dalton? I'm coming to get you. It's kind of scary. I'm just trying to. I'm coming to get you. Anyway, we have had some mortifying moments Mm. sent in. This one is from Leah. My boyfriend's dad walked in on us having sex and he and I made contact for what felt like 10 minutes. I don't know what's worse, him seeing me naked or him looking me in the (gasps) eye while his son was on top of me. Can I say, yes. if you walk in on your your child having sex, only make eye contact with your kid. Yeah, but he must have been... St- How? Why don't look at the other person? What, they're supposed to walk in and be like, hey, I need to make eye contact. Okay, don't make eye contact with every, anyone, Shut but the especially door. not the Shut person the who actually is in your kid. You make eye contact, would you? No. Well, obviously, he wasn't trying. He would have just looked and she looked at him and then that's just mm, how eye contact I'm happens. I'm not sure. <laughs> Okay, next one. (laughs) Next one, Kirsty. We are currently waiting to move into our home. So my husband and I are living at my mum's place in a room downstairs. Mm -hmm. We were enjoying some funky time, as we call it. Funky time, head job, whatever you want to (laughs) say. And I was a little louder than usual as I didn't realise my mum was home. She literally opened our door and spoke into the darkness are you all right, darling? <laughs> and I think she thought I was hurt. Why is Kirsty's mum English? Is that 
Is that what you do? Was that the voice? <laughs> I don't say darling without sounding English. Uh, that she's that she's feeling more and more comfortable. Laura. Know, Let's just let it keep going with it. By the end of this podcast, we'll get it. <laughs> okay, Amy. I live with my parents and recently we had a plumber to come fix a leak in my ensuite. By the way, this bathroom is only connected to my bedroom and no one else uses it. So it is also where I keep my bag of vibrators. Anyway, I completely forgot to hide it. And when my dad was showing the plumber where the leak was coming from, the bag rolled out of the cupboard, literally spilling vibrators out at my dad's and the plumber's feet. I was in the next room and I heard a bit of commotion. So I ran in to see them both standing there horrified. I quickly scooped everything up and was like, sorry, and ran away. That is, that is, especially if the vibrators are a bit funky looking. I feel like there's some ones that are like really chic but then there's probably some could be like a face large massager. aggressive one yeah so yeah pink okay. and purple ones all right that's funny as okay now we have some voice memos this one is from kim when i was in my early 20s um still living at mum and dad's my mum's computer was down so she asked me if she could borrow my computer to buy a present for someone she didn't realize when she bought the present that she saved her details as autofill so her name but we have the same address anyway Later, when I used my computer for my own personal use, I bought myself a vibrator, but I didn't click that when I put in the details, the autofill came up with her name because I just saw her address. I just saw like, oh, it's fine. Anyway, a package gets delivered to the house under her name and there she is with a, opening the box. I'm mortified as she opens up my brand new vibrator asking why did this get sent to me and I'm trying to cover up a story of how this happened. Oh, my God, that is so funny. Do you know what I love, though? What? Vibrator taboo, I mm-hmm. feel like it has become so, that the products have become so much more mainstream over the yeah. past few years and it's fantastic. Yeah. Because there's so much, there was so much shame around them, I yeah. feel like, but I feel like now, which there should never have been. Yeah, but I mean. Now it's like. It's still embarrassing if you, yeah. I mean, it depends also, like, in what scene was her mum opening this package? Like, was her siblings around? Yes. Was her dad there? Or, you know, you never know. But, yes, I, I agree. I mean, even to the point that, like, a lot of these stories include vibrators and they've sent them in and they're talking about it. It's like everyone's, well, not everyone, but a lot of people, a lot of people have them. <laughs> exactly. Okay, last one is from Emma. So a few weekends ago, me and my husband were moving house. Um, his parents were helping us kind of move things over because his dad's got a truck. So we were just shipping everything in there. We we're like, yeah, whatever, just take whatever you can. We'll put it all in the truck. And I kind of forgot that in the back of my wardrobe, I kept this massive, like, vibrator but it was as a joke uh, that my friends gave me a few years ago and it's just humongous but also in the box was some nude pictures I took of my husband naked and his parents found them and they just didn't say anything and then they took my husband to the side and just told them like hey we found this don't want to be awkward about it and then no one told me so the whole time I was just like oblivious to the situation and I was so awkward when I found out the next day I'm ugh, mortified I feel like it would have been more mortifying being told in the moment mm-hmm. also I How love big that they was were the like, I love- <laughs> is it veiny I reckon it's one of those, big those big t- yeah the ones from the original the original like sex shops yeah right and I also the fact that it was along with news yeah. that is but I love funny. that they were like we don't want to make this awkward like then just don't say anything <laughs> Don't bring it up. Just, do you want to finish us off with something? <laughs> no, 
I can't do it. I actually can't. I actually can't. What um, would you say? Just tell us what you'd say. I honestly, it's been that long. Um, I honestly, it started as more. It wasn't like sex <laughs> talk. It was more just like hello, and then it would be like, um, "What's your name?" And then. It- <laughs> I actually can't. This is good. No. And then it would just kind of play out like we we didn't know each other and it was like we'd just met. Because we've known each other forever. I think that's why I used to play characters because it was like let's like mix it up. I am, I wish I could do it. I'd just start laughing if I ever. I think we tried to do it once and I was like, <laughs> you're not Brian. I know you're not Brian. Like, you're Dalton. You need to I get some it. tips, no. I think, Laura, from Seth. <laughs> Steph, you've got to coach her. There's another another podcast in that. Oh, my God. It's time for a DM. So we do want to say thank you for everyone that sends in all yes, of their DMs because yeah. we get a lot of them and we appreciate them so much. Mm. When we go through, we try and find DMs that the most people will relate to. Yeah. This one came in and we were like, we have to yeah. read this one out. Yeah, it really spoke to the both of us. So this is from someone who wanted to remain anonymous. Hey, longtime listener and devoted fan of the podcast. Thank you. I have a story that I think would be worthwhile unpacking on the podcast. Today in a Snapchat with five of my best girlfriends, we received a really odd snap from one of the girls. It was one of her recent body scans from her gym post an eight-week challenge. It showed her weight, body fat percentage, and muscle mass. She'd lost two and a half kilos over the eight-week period, and honestly, she didn't have much to lose. The caption read, Can't wait to put this all back on over the weekend eating pizza and burritos. No one responded. No one reacted. She is objectively the smallest member of our group in stature and in size. We're all fit and healthy women, mid to late 20s. We all know each other because we grew up dancing together. And because of that, we've all been around and probably experienced ourselves disordered eating patterns and full-blown eating disorders. I'm just so perplexed as to why she sent this to us. Am I right for being angered by this? Not that it matters, but it has made me completely compare my weight to hers, which I never needed to know the metric of, and now I can't get out of my head how much heavier I am than her. Even though I'm in a great place mentally and I am growing in confidence with my body every day, I can't help but think about the why behind her sending this. She knows she's the smallest in the group, and one of the girls is also pregnant, and although she's glowing, I'm sure she's naturally consumed by thoughts of how her body is changing. It just seems really unhelpful and lacking in empathy and nuance. Yes. Mm. There is so much to unpack in this situation. Yeah. So first I want to start, I thought, to be honest, when I first read this, I was really angry and upset because I am have a very strong view mm-hmm. on do not share yeah. your weight. Yeah. When celebrities share their weights, it mm-hmm. is when anyone shares. I know for me that was extremely triggering, triggering when I had disordered eating yeah. because I would compare. Yeah. I would I'd look and a lot of them were ten centimeters shorter than me. Yeah, and I would yeah, still exactly. compare. Yeah. And so when you share your weight, you're mm-hmm. giving someone as this person has gone through a point mm. to compare mm-hmm. to. I remember it was, it was a few years ago now, but there was someone who was quite prominent in the wellness space mm. and they were talking about how, and, and similar when we talk about our journey, mm. we speak to the fact that when we were at a point with our health where we were really like not, not eating anywhere near enough and excessively exercising and in a really bad relationship with food and exercise, like how many years would it have been ago now? Almost, Eight, 10. Or nine, almost 10 years yeah. ago now. 
that we were both, you know, like 10 kilos lighter almost. Yeah. yeah. However, what we have never done when we have shared that is, is our we weight. Yeah, and I remember 100%. reading this, this post from this, and I, I know they had good intentions because they were trying to share a similar story. Yeah. But in that, they had they shared their weight that they used to be and their weight that they are now. Right. And I read that. And even mm. though the post was meant to be about like, oh, look, I've put this weight back on, mm. my mind went straight to your, like, in quotation marks, mm. bigger, because that's how she spoke about it, mm-hmm. weight or heavier weight. Is still lighter than what is I am. Is way now. lighter than I am yeah. and I'm not good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is why we do not share our weight and it is so dangerous and can be so triggering for mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think I think that was I had the same initial reaction to it as well because I was very much the same. I was very driven for a long period of my life on getting to a certain number on the scales and comparing myself. And exactly as you pointed out, didn't really matter what body type these people had or how tall they were, you know, versus me. It was always just about that number. I was very much like that, and I also was very fixated on that. What she spoke to here being the where it reads like your percentage of fat and percentage of muscle mass and all that sort of stuff. I, I really got into that as well. And so I know that if I was to compare my body now to then, it would definitely be different. And I know that if, as you said, someone else shared their things, I would just instantly go and want to compare my numbers, right? It's just, it's one of those triggering ones that is really hard to grow out of. Um, and even when it comes up now, when you're in a healthy space, it's still so hard to hear and hard to listen to. I think then what I thought though, is not knowing this person and not knowing where she is at in her journey, this person who shared their stuff. I think definitely, I agree with the the lacking in empathy and nuance. I think um, particularly if this person's known you for a long period of time and has been with you guys through times of maybe eating disorders or Especially um, with dancing, because dancing is it's, it's so many. It, it's really crazy. the pressure on bodies from yeah. from kids. Yeah, it's is a lot. Very, very high. So I think obviously I do agree. I think there needs to be a little bit of awareness there, and you know you think about that sort of side of things, but also don't know where she is at currently with her mental health when it comes to her body image and everything like that. And sometimes I know I used to do it. Sometimes things like this, actions like this, are almost like. Not a cry for help, but it's like a putting it out there as a sign that something's not a hundred percent. And so it's really hard because as a group of friends, I can completely understand why no one reacted. And I think that in itself is like a a message of like this isn't appropriate. However, I would go as far as and maybe this is just me because I'm I'm pretty forward as a person, but I would go as far as saying like, would really rather you not share this side of yeah, things. Yeah, and maybe in, in like a personal, like yeah. not, not, not in, in the group, group message. Not in the yeah, group, just saying, hey, personally. I just want to let you know this yeah. triggered me because because I think the other side of that, and there was, that's and I think it's great that you said that because obviously my first reaction was anger and then when I thought about it, I also thought, well, from this person's perspective that sent this in, mm-hmm. they could be going through a hard time. They also could be going through a time where their weight is something that they value and society tells yeah. us that we should value our weight. Yeah. Obviously, with all the work we do through Kick, and you guys will know from listening to us, our weight is not our worth and it does not matter. It literally means nothing. However, society makes us think that it does. Mm. So your friend might be in a place where she's trained, like she's she's putting a lot of, it's yeah. really important to her and she's doing a lot of things to like in terms of her exercise, et cetera, to change this number. Mm. And this the, the thing with these tests, whatever body composition things, they're very rarely accurate and there's so many different ones and they're all, some of them are more accurate than others, but it can really change like if you had water that day and mm. et cetera. 
But anyway, so she could have, she's really focusing on that. And I think too, the comment about let's put it, I'm going to put it back on on the weekend. I would say that would have been because she felt uncomfortable sending that, but she wanted to send it. So then she was trying to relate. Yeah. But it just didn't hit. Yeah. hundred percent. But I think that's, what's really hard because society makes us believe that our weight is our worth. And it, that, that is the message that we are pushed with every single day. Yeah. And so when people feel that way, it is like as much as it's not good, I understand why they feel that way. She would have been looking for validation 100%. That's exactly right. But I I think that's great advice to have to chat to her and say, hey, you sharing your weight with me, like it's great that if this is something that you value and, you know, you've worked really hard and that's important to you. However, this made me feel really shit and this is why. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. What is it time for? What is it time for? Special share. Share. We'll see. Steffi. I. Why? Why did we do this? I don't know. Whispers. We've already greeted each other today. Greetings. You know the word greetings makes me think of aliens. Why? Greetings. I don't know. I just feel like on movies with greetings, aliens. Earthlings. Oh, yes. Yes. Greetings, Earthlings. That's true. <laughs> anyway, what is your special share? Just uh, quickly on that. Did you hear all that stuff about America, like holding on to UFOs and stuff like that? Or, or, what? Like aliens actually exist. I saw that on TikTok. Sorry. But isn't it? Is I it, check out. <laughs> but wasn't I, no, it but like, like a no, space? Wasn't it like a... Oh, I didn't look into there's it. There's like a whole bunch very... of like people under oath saying that they've seen things. There's yeah, like full spaceships. I saw videos, but it... They I, have not been created by humans. But I'm pretty sure they were... Weren't they like um, SpaceX or something like that? What's that? I don't know. Like the space... <laughs> Like the, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, anyway, I don't care. No, like the, um, you don't care if aliens exist. Like a rocket. That's what I was thinking I, of. I check no. out. I truly could not care less if aliens exist. Is that not like a li- the li- like littlest bit fascinating that no. there is some other being that could potentially be living on another planet? Not for me Creating right now, things that know that we exist. But I don't think they do. They do though. This is the whole I, thing. No, this spaceship. I don't this, believe the Americans on. Well, you need to. You need to. You need to have a look. Listening, but I, you need to have a look. There's people who have like fully in so government going under oath talking about it. Theory. That's what I think of. You know what I think? Is that though? controversial? No, but I just, I just think because for so long it hasn't been real, and then people are like oh, I saw this lady on the news. But like, I always think oh, I saw an alien in 1999. Okay, but laws, don't you think? <laughs> we're, we're, you think we're the only out of all of the planets? We're the only ones that exist. Yeah, I why don't do you think that? Really care right now. <laughs> Fucking hell! I just, I don't care. I didn't like Star Wars. I. I think I don't like Star cute, Wars. That doesn't I, mean that I don't like Game of Thrones. I don't like science fiction, so okay. I don't care. Okay, now maybe maybe soon. Maybe it'll be like Barbie. She'll care when she gets abducted. Yeah, maybe it'll be like Barbie when yeah. she's abducted. She'll be like, right, well, this, this is cool. Is <laughs> so is that your special share no, that that's people not in America are going no. under oath and no, saying no, no, that no, they no. saw aliens? It's just when you were talking about the greeting of aliens, it just made me think okay. about it. Alien gal. It's not. The, my special share has nothing to do with aliens. Okay. Nothing. So this movie is one that I watched on the plane on my when? recent trip. Oh, my God. You just came Did back you from just New Zealand. When? I forgot. <laughs> Jeez. Time goes so quick. <laughs> so Wait, which, I had to actually look up. What do you mean? Which one? Well, I had to watch half of it on the way there and half of it on the way back. Because I have a toddler, so it's very hard to watch a full Steph movie. Steph took a 6 a.m. international flight. Yes, dumb. Never do that. If you have the option, do not do that. Particularly those with children. 
I don't know. I I wouldn't do it without children. Yes, I I would. It was. <laughs> I don't have children. I wouldn't. Do it. Anyway, moving on again. This is not my special share. The reason I brought it up that it was in the plane was because I had to actually look up to see where other people could watch it because it's a new movie and you know how sometimes you can't, you can't recommend next time you can only watch on Quantus or um, So you can watch it on binge. And it's on a couple of the other ones, but you still have to pay for it on the other ones. But binge so. is free. Binge, I okay. believe, is free. And it is called A Good Person. It's got Florence Pugh. Was Florence Pugh in Harry Styles? Good, movie? Yes, yes. Oh, no, um, and it. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, beautiful actor. And it is not, it is quite a heavy movie. Mm-hmm. The acting is insane and I highly recommend watching it, but it is a heavy kind of sad movie. So Okay. Is I it got a happy ending? Um, I feel like that ruins it if oh, I tell you. You tell me after because I don't like I'll watching that happy ending. But it's uh, it's it's a very good movie. Oh, well done, you. movie. Good enough that I got halfway through and I had to wait five days to then watch the other half and was really excited to watch the other half. So thank you. Do you have a special share? special share? I don't, but apparently I do. Well, I've got a special share that is something that someone sent in for you, Laws. Oh my god, yes. Oh, so great. I'm sharing Sarah's message. <laughs> With you, Laws, because I know you don't have a special share today. Before I do share it, though, it is a really special story. Um, However, I do need to give a trigger warning. It does mention postnatal depression and suicide. Hey, Laura, um, it's Sarah here. You may remember me the few times we've met. I'm from the community and one of the kick mamas. I really, really wanted to reach out to you because I've been thinking about you ever since I listened to your Imperfects podcast earlier this week I've kind of sat with what you said and I really 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 hope that this message gets through to you so it absolutely broke my heart to kind of hear your imperfect podcast broke my heart in an instance of a way that I really 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 hope that um you knowing how much of an impact you have had on me might be able to help you on any times where you have those feelings of not feeling like worthy or valid or like second best because you definitely are not. So Laura, like throughout my journey with motherhood and my postnatal depression, I can honestly say that if it wasn't for you, the way that you are, your generosity, like your beautiful nature and just how kind and caring you are, I honestly would not be here today. And that really is just something that I think speaks for itself. So there wouldn't be a Sarah here if it wasn't for you. I had very, very difficult periods of like suicidal thoughts and it was definitely like your positivity alongside Kick that pulled me through it. There also would be a little girl here who wouldn't have a mum if it wasn't for you. And I just think that really speaks for itself. Um, You know, the times that I have met you, Laura, you're just one of the most genuine people. And any time that any kind of troll or something says anything otherwise, they definitely are people who could never have met you because that's definitely 1,000% not the case. You inspire and help so many people just by being you, me included. So yeah, please, I hope, you know, that this just helps a little bit, even though I don't know you as a friend per se, like I honestly feel like you've had such a profound impact on me. So yeah. Thank you, Lozzie. Sarah. Oh my God. Mandy, thank you for playing that. Sarah, oh my God. I don't, I don't have any... That I don't so have any special. words. That that is 
Thank you so much, Sarah, for sending that into. I can't explain how much that means. I don't actually have any. You were already such a words. truly valued member of our community, but that is very, very special. I'm literally bawling my eyes out yeah. sitting here. But, I, but I'm also, Sarah, I'm so sorry that you went through yeah. that. That's just, no one should have to go through that. Oh, thank you for taking the time to send that in, Sarah. Thank you for playing it, Mandy. No worries. And yeah, thanks, Sarah, for sending that in. And I suppose it's a reminder that there would be so many people like Sarah that haven't sent something in that feel the same. 100%. And so that's just something to remember whenever you're feeling it, you know, having a low moment or feeling second best or whatever you're feeling, that's something to keep in mind. Oh, just feels wrong to do the outro now. <laughs> anyway, if you want to follow us on crying. socials. <laughs> yeah, if you want to join our community and be a part of it with Sarah. <laughs> oh. Well, so of course I remember you, Sarah. I just want to say that too. Oh, yeah, as soon we, as the voice notes started. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute sweetheart. You have to do the outro because I'm Okay, yeah, sure. If anyone ever wants to get involved with the podcast um, for any segment or anything like that, you can by going to our Instagram at kickpod and sliding into our DMs. We love a voice note, but you're also welcome What's to write DNMs? to us. How our DMs. Slide? DMs. <laughs> DMs. Did, did I say DMs? We do DMs about the DMs. DMs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And also, if you are a fan of the podcast, we would love you to go and follow us on Insta as well. And also, we are at laura.henshaw, at Steph Claire Smith, and of course, at kick.app. And we are also all on TikTok. And if you are interested in checking out our new Pilates program, we do have a seven-day free trial. We would love to have you a part of our community. You can head to our website, kickapp.com, or the Apple Store or Google Play Store, and enjoy. Bye!